0: Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do you ever feel left out, like your friends want to be with someone else instead of you? What if you really needed those friends to help you solve a mystery? Chris and Maria discover an old safe in their grandparents' basement, but no one knows the combination. Who gave the money to build the cross above Mill Valley? Chris and Maria think the answer is inside the old safe. As they follow the clues, Chris learns some important lessons about friendship and jealousy, and about being a Christian. Chapter 6. A Clue in the Mail Great Grandpa Archer's old house sat in the oldest section of Mill Valley. The old house looks so strange here with those big business buildings just across the street, Chris thought, as he stared back through the old oak trees. Mrs. Vargas pulled the car up to the curb and switched off the ignition. They sat in the car and just looked. "'It must have been pretty once,' Maria commented. Mom nodded. Chris noticed that one of the windows on the second story was broken. Some vines were winding their way up the two columns that led to the front door, and much of the paint was peeling. Worst of all, the house looked cold and dark. It certainly didn't look like a home. Chris sat back in the seat and stared for a long time at Great-Grandpa's house.' He tried to think about where great-grandpa would have hidden the combination to his safe, and if great-grandpa was the one who donated the money to have the cross built. "'Mom, do you think we can get inside the house and look around?' he asked. Mom thought a minute. "'Maybe. I'll ask the pastor to speak to the mayor about it. I don't see why we couldn't.' Chris hoped it would be all right. They needed to look inside great-grandpa's old house if they were going to have a chance of finding the combination.' "'He was trying to fit the image of the house in his mind before Mom pulled away "'when he saw something he hadn't noticed before. "'It was on the very top of the house. "'Mom, what is that on the peak of the house?' "'Mrs. Vargas leaned over and looked up through Maria's window. "'That's a wind vane. It shows which way the wind is blowing. "'I know that, Mom, but it looks like a man shooting an arrow,' Chris added. "'It looks just like my statue.' Dad was already home when Mom, Chris, Maria, and Yo-Yo came through the back door. He was sitting in his favorite chair reading the paper. "'Where have you guys been?' Dad asked. Maria opened the closet to put her jacket away. "'We went to see Great Grandpa Archer's old house.' Mom walked into the living room. Chris is trying to find the combination to Grandpa Archer's old safe, and Maria is trying to prove Grandpa Archer donated the money for the cross up on the hill,' she explained." "'Is that so?' Dad said. "'Well, the paper has some news in it about the cross. "'It says someone has already claimed to have donated the money.' "'I don't believe it,' Maria protested. "'What if Chris and I prove Great-Grandpa was the one who donated the money for the cross?' "'Then Mill Valley will want to honor him for it,' Dad said. "'But you'll have to prove it.' "'Well, that's what we're going to do,' Maria stated. "'Dad smiled. I hope so. "'By the way, Maria, there is a letter addressed to you on the kitchen counter.' Chris thought Maria was going to trample him on her way to the kitchen. "'I told you it was going to come today!' he called after her. Maria didn't open the letter as soon as she got it like Chris would have. Instead, she started toward her room. "'Are you coming, Chris?' she asked, cocking her head to one side. He was right behind her. "'I don't know if I want to open it,' Maria said when they were settled on the floor next to her bed. "'It might not be a clue like I was hoping for at all.' Chris smiled. "'We have to look everywhere, remember?' "'Real detectives don't always find a clue the first time. "'They make a lot of mistakes. "'Hurry, let's open it!' "'Maria turned the envelope over "'and tore the flap open with her fingernail. "'She took out a piece of stationery "'with Grandma's handwriting on it. "'It read, "'Dear Maria, I hope this photograph "'is what you were looking for. "'It didn't take Uncle John long to find it. "'Good luck. "'Love, Grandma.' "'Maria took the photograph out of the envelope. "'You were right,' Chris exclaimed.' At the shoebox the next morning, Didi Dee Dee stopped Chris. Is Ryan coming today? Chris's friend Ryan often visited the shoebox for church, even though he wasn't really a Christian. Chris shook his head. No, he didn't want to come today. You know, I think Ryan isn't sure what he wants to do, Jenny said, when she found out Ryan wasn't coming to church. She was sitting in a circle with the other shoebox kids. Didi flipped her head back to get the hair out of her eyes. I think he's annoying. No one said a word but Dee Dee got a message from everyone's glares. Okay, okay, maybe not annoying, but he always says Christians are crazy or dumb. Just when I think we've made him change his mind, he does or says something that makes me wonder why I even want to be his friend. Chris felt his neck getting warm and wondered if it was turning red. Ryan was his friend, so he should at least say something in his defense. Suddenly, he had an idea. The disciples weren't the best followers of Jesus at first, either. Jesus had to be their friend for a long time before they changed their attitudes. Now all the shoebox kids were looking at him. So was Mrs. Shoe. Look at Peter, Chris added, shrugging his shoulders. Peter swore he didn't even know Jesus, and after all the love Jesus had shown him, too. I think Chris has made a very good point, Mrs. Shoe said. I guess so, Dee Dee admitted. Sammy, Willie, and Jenny all agreed. Later, while the class was working on its lesson, Dee Dee came over and sat down next to Chris. "'I'm sorry for what I said about Ryan. "'I'll try to be more patient.' "'Thank you,' Chris replied. "'Sometimes I don't know how to act "'or what to say around Ryan either, "'but he is my—our friend.' "'Mrs. Shue looked at her watch. "'Then she stood up in front of the class. "'Time really has gone quickly this morning. "'The other classes are probably out by now. "'Willie, will you have closing prayer?' "'Willie nodded and maneuvered his wheelchair "'into the circle as everyone bowed their heads.' "'Afterward, Mrs. Shue spoke again. "'Remember, this afternoon after potluck, we are going for a hike. "'Mr. Shue is going to take us. Dee's parents and Pastor Hill are going, too.' "'I think my mom and dad are going,' Maria said. "'Good,' Mrs. Shue said. "'See you all there.' "'Even though a cool breeze was blowing, "'people were outside visiting in small groups after church. "'Chris put his Bible away in the car "'and was headed back to the church when Sammy caught up to him. "'Maybe we should invite Ryan to go on the hike with us,' Sammy suggested.' Yeah, I think so, too, Chris replied. I'll go find Mom and Dad and see if they'll pick Ryan up if he wants to go with us. Chris went inside and found Mom helping to fix potluck dinner. Mr. Vargas and Sammy Tan's grandfather were setting up tables. Good idea, Chris, his mom agreed. I'm sure your dad will pick Ryan up if he wants to go. Dad winked at Chris. No problem, Chris. You go ahead and call Ryan and let me know if he wants to go. Chris dialed Ryan's number while the other shoebox kids waited behind him. "'May I speak to Ryan, please?' he asked when Ryan's mom answered the phone. He could hear Ryan being called to the phone, and then Ryan picked up the receiver. "'Hello?' Ryan said. "'Ryan, this is Chris. "'Maria, Jenny, Willie, Sammy, Dee, and I were wondering "'if you would like to come with us on a hike this afternoon. "'Do you think you could come?' "'Well, I... I don't know. I'd have to ask. "'It'll be fun,' Chris put in. "'Okay, I'll go ask.' Ryan put down the receiver. "'Chris cupped his hand over the mouthpiece while he waited.' What did he say? Jenny wanted to know. He's asking, Chris whispered. A few seconds later, Ryan was back on the phone. I can go! Great! Dad and I will be there soon to pick you up. The story you have heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, book four, The Missing Combination Mystery, written by Eric Stoffel, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas. And used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh Day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter dot com or call one eight hundred seven six five six nine five five. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh Day Adventist Church.